0: beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs i'm denise harper co-host of the morning show with bill and denise and program director for the bridge there's something special about sitting across the table from a friend whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart and hopefully, today's conversation will inspire and encourage you. You may know my next guest by her voice incredibly gifted singer songwriter, Jen Johnson from Bethel Music. Hey, welcome.
1: Hi. Hey. I'm so excited because Zoom calls are our life, but meeting new people on Zoom calls is just my favorite. So it's nice to officially meet you.
0: Uh, making a new friend is one of my favorite things to do, too. Yes. I, I feel like we're kind of kindred sisters because I was reading through your brand new book and I noticed you said the phrase that I say so often, coffee is my love language.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: it's cool. So, okay. So you have been so busy and you're a mom, you're, your wife, mom of five.
1: Yes. You
0: have a a Worship You University where you're mentoring and teaching singers, songwriters, worship leaders, not to mention all of the worship that you and your and your husband do. How in the world did you find time to write a book?
1: Well, I have wanted to write a book for a long time, and our life is such a circus um, that I didn't know how I ever would, but I didn't feel really a green light until this. And so I signed my book deal, And I didn't know how on earth I was going to write a book with everything going on in life. But I just felt like the Lord said, green light. And the next month, the world shut down. So sorry about that world me, ah. but it was just a supernatural window of time where I could actually do it. So God's very kind uh, mm-hmm. when he speaks to us to do things to make a way where it looks like there's no way. And um, so, yeah, my best friend is the photographer. There's over 200 photos in the book of our life and food and our friends and family and community and health and just all the things that I'm passionate about. But uh, I actually almost called this book at the table. I just love that Jesus, you see him so many times in homes, eating with people and there's just power in that and breaking bread. If you're at my house, it's the sourdough bread, but I think that uh, there's just so much power in that. So yeah, that's how I uh, found a window to do something else was that God just made a, a way during COVID. So
0: That's just what he does, isn't it? It is. So All right. That would have been a great title, but you called it All Things Lovely. And it's a perfect title. I started going through this book. Jen, it is a work of art.
1: Thank you. Aww. It is
0: beautiful, but it's it's very instructional and encouraging, inspiring. Love it.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I had a hard time really figuring out exactly what I wanted to write on. And I started writing on a few things I was passionate about and it just kind of kept blossoming and blossoming and blossoming. And so instead of calling it at the table, they were like, well, what if you call it all things lovely? You know, it's just so many things that I'm passionate about, but I just, the team really creatively found a way to weave it all together. But kind of the four key parts are home, health, heart, and hospitality. So those are kind of the big rocks of the book for this book, at least. I just felt so passionate about these topics and then just creating pictures to kind of go along with them because I don't like to read. My Bible is what I read most and uh, magazines. And so I wanted the book to read like a magazine and that the pictures would inspire you and bring kind of an additional layer. I feel like
0: you really kind of pulled back the curtain to let us kind of all see inside what happens at the Johnson home. Yeah. I love it.
1: It's a zoo. It's a literal zoo at our house. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but we couldn't have it any other way. You know, our our front door is a revolving door with our community and our kids and their friends and I love it. I love hosting people and just loving them, feeding them good food, laughing with them, crying with them, and just really being the church. You know, the church isn't something you attend on Sunday. It's who you are um, as the kingdom of God, just loving people and caring for them. And so it's just, our life's crazy, but it's fun. I love it. I was
0: reading in one section, you were talking about
1: hosting once
0: a month, your uh, worship team and their spouses Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yes, so we have for gosh, I don't even as long as I can remember. We took over worship at Bethel in the year two thousand. Jonas Brothers song, and uh, we no, that's year three thousand. Um, <laughs> but we have just kind of wanted to always have a sense of of loving people well in our home, and so we started gathering people from our worship community and just having a night where we could worship together and pray and hear from them what was going on and prayer requests and uh, love on people in a tangible way. So the nights have been so special where we're just able to have time together where it's not about leading worship uh, on a stage, but it's about families and people. And so, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's once a month. Everybody comes over. Uh, some of the times we invite their, their families and kids, but it's just such a precious time of intentionality with our team.
0: Yeah, I love it. You kind of I think develop a kind of a safety net when you love on each other and really learn what makes each other tick.
1: Yes. Um, there's
0: real value in having a group of friends and family that are like that.
1: It's everything. And and you know, it's it's not something that's gonna come haphazardly, is it? You have to invest in community and it's just such a worthy investment because not only are you there for people, but people are there for you. And we've just watched the church. Uh, Not just us give, 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 but we've watched the church show up for us my whole life since I was a little girl. You know, we've just watched it be a give and a take. And so it's been really beautiful to just watch. Carrie Job and I were talking one time. uh, She's a close, dear friend of mine. And we're talking about how people in our life that we were friends with, uh, the ones that were kind of head and shoulders above the others that were flourishing, every single one of them were planted in local churches. They were leading something bigger than them. They were under leadership you know, the Bible says those who are planted in the house of the Lord flourish. And it's really true, you know, being planted and, and under something like that, the church is really God's idea of us attending and being a part of that. So I'm a big fan. Did you grow up in a church family like PK? Were you a PK? I wasn't a PK. Um, but uh, Brian was obviously. Yeah, Yeah, obviously. Pope Billy J. Um, (laughs) Such a wonderful man. And uh, so he was, but I grew up uh, in the church. My mom played piano. Uh, my dad sang. And I started playing the piano and singing when I was five. Led my first solo at a Women's Aglow meeting. And, um, you know, kind of the rest was history. But it definitely wasn't a career path. I thought I would choose. I just thought it was like part of life. So I went to college to be a preschool teacher and an aerobics instructor. Fun fact. <laughs> Uh, now I just instruct aerobics from a stage during worship, I guess, but I use, and I have five kids. I have my own preschool, but you know, God all he's so kind and in, in just helping you to get what you need for where you're going. And so I see his plan in that, but it wasn't a career choice that I ever thought it just kind of took being stewarding the worship team. We were given writing songs, and it's just grown to this beautiful thing. Our team is so amazing and just sending people all over the world, So it's been a a wild ride.
0: We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinz desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you that I I feel like your song, Goodness of God, has been like a life jacket for mm. my soul over the last year or so. It's just been a favorite of mine. we we'll just watch the video over and over. Probably several thousand of those views on your video. <laughs> were
1: like... Thank you.
0: <laughs> when you write a song, do you ever have a moment that you sit back and think, wow, that did not come from me. That obviously was God.
1: Yes. And even in writing that song, you know, I, um, we had just adopted, so we have three biological children and two adopted little boys. We had just gotten home from adopting our son, uh, who is now four. And I was so overwhelmed, you know, when they, when they text you that the paperwork has gone through, hallelujah it is finished. That moment is just extraordinary that he's yours forever. And the paperwork is done. And it's just such a, a sigh of relief in a big way. And I was driving in my car after that had happened. And I just started singing to the Lord. I just started singing in my car by myself. And sometimes I'll sing in my car by myself and it's just me and him, you know, no one will hear him probably ever. Um, But it was one of those moments where it was, it was me and him, but I felt him say, turn your phone on, you know, this is for more, more than just you. And so I did. And I I kind of wrote probably 70% of the song, kind of just singing to the Lord, just my gratefulness for his presence in my life and just being with me and leading me and his faithfulness and his goodness. And my uh, incredible friends, Ben Fielding and Jason Ingram help me bring it home and kind of bring the sandpaper to the song to to take it to the next level so it it was just an incredible gift of a song I mean it's my favorite song I'm glad that the world likes it too but it's it still rings my bell and I lead it with my whole heart because the goodness of God in my life is evident every second of the day so thankful.
0: There's one coming up behind it that too good to not believe song is quickly becoming a favorite.
1: Um, We're playing it
0: at our radio station and it actually became a really impact song for our fall fundraiser for the station. Yeah. We had moments where we just felt like we needed to take a, a pause, put it on pause and step away from that and just have moments of worship and that song was very meaningful for us.
1: Yeah. Man, it's it's true, you know, just that I'm so passionate about that song because um, it's kind of offensive because uh, when you hear the, that bridge of cancer disappearing and these miraculous things happening, you know it has a tendency to go well. Why not? Why is that not happening for me? And you know that can't be. That's not the heart of it. it it's a song to call you into. The Bible says, "Greater things will we." Yeah even what we saw and that blows my mind because Red sea was parted and so you're like well I haven't seen the Red sea parted so I see greater things than that but that's the god of hope that fills us that's yeah. faith that fills us you know and when my son has a cold uh, my response can't be let's grab the cold medicine first uh, it has to be let's pray for you son and that's what's the vulnerable moment for me like my auto is to go into let's fix you but I just laid my hands on my son in my kitchen um, who has been wrestling with bronchitis I two days ago, I said, in Jesus name, you know, I take authority over this and I thank you that by your stripes we're healed. And I just prayed for my son. So, you know, you know we're all on a journey uh, with following the ways of Jesus. And I just love that everyone who came in contact with Jesus was healed. Everyone, no matter what it was, head cold, cancer. So that's where I'm at. And anything that is inferior to the name Jesus or the kingdom that I'm going to see it go in Jesus name. And, and I You know, no matter what we see happen, it doesn't change what we're supposed to do. So I pray for it and I, you know, apply the blood of Jesus um, that he's already paid for to to all of it. But I, I love that song because it offends me in a good way. And it calls me to the supernatural and the kingdom and signs, wonders and miracles that we're called to. So I love it.
0: Yeah. And as we live that, our kids get to see that firsthand and that's how we raise them up to walk in that same faith. That's right. Yeah, yep,
1: that's right.
0: I I have to tell you that uh, part of the reason why that song is so special for me is because my husband just was cleared of cancer. Wow. And we believed, uh, told he did go through radiation and chemo for half a year, but he just came back from a doctor's report saying he is 100% cancer free. Come on. They had said they were going to have to do really invasive surgery. And God just miraculously
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: healed him. And so we're
1: I love the supernatural and I love the community of uh, medical professionals. I grew up with a mom mm-hmm. who was a nurse and I have such a high value and gratefulness for the medical community. I've had three C-sections and uh, I'm very grateful for the <laughs> medical Yes.
0: Community. Amen.
1: In our life. And, and so it's so beautiful how we get to navigate with the Holy Spirit, health and wholeness in our life, because mm-hmm. he leads us and guides us by his spirit in what to do uh, and how to navigate that with instant miracles and with our own health. There's not a clear path of what you should do. That's why we need the Holy Spirit for our lives. Um, mm-hmm. so I love that. I love that your miracle came with the medical community and with uh, uh, not being as bad as it was going to Yeah. I love that.
0: Amen. Amen. I noticed that you weave health into your book a lot. So I know that that's and and hearing that you uh, were going to lead fitness classes, that was a as a passion for you. It's paid off, obviously, uh, when we watch you on stage, (laughs) you are full into worship.
1: You know, I I remember reading as a little girl, you know, that David danced with all his might. And um, that convicted me of man, I I don't know if I'm dancing with all my might. That's next level, you know, and it's not that I'm always dancing with all my might in every circumstance, but it's more important that I'm not afraid to dance with all my might. And so that not only is worship a heart posture, but it's actually the Bible commands us to lift our hands. Uh, And so there's power in action. And for some reason, Jesus loves the the yada, the, the lifting of hands, the sign of surrender and um, of magnifying. And so, you know, there's power to our physical body be act, being activated in worship. But yeah, health is a big one for me because I love that the word of God says, run the good race set before us. I hate running. First of all, I love long walks. I'll, I'll walk 10 miles and I, I wouldn't run half a mile unless Jesus told me to, but uh, you know, to run a race, we have to be ready for that. We have to be intentional about what we're putting into our bodies and what we're not putting into our bodies. We have to be uh, physical activity is important to keep ourselves strong, to run the good race, mental health, counseling, inner healing, forgiveness, not holding bitterness, all those things are really important that we don't have junk drawers, like I talk about in the book, natural or in the spiritual or emotional in our heart. So, you know, again, it comes back to the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. But I pray that this book is really a tool for people to get healthy, um, to get organized, to have order in their heart and in their lives, because it really is all connected, a holistic view of health. It's not just spiritual or physical or emotional or in our house. Health really is holistic and that's what Jesus is calling us to.
0: Yeah. I think that there was a a section in there that really resonated with me because we, I think as women especially, tend to feel like we have to be able to do everything, Yeah, you know? And so I I loved one section that you talked about giving yourself permission to let it go. I think it was about cleaning out the closet, but then it, it goes deeper than that. I thought that that whole permission thing is important.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. You know, we, we can't hold onto, especially as women, these idealistic sizes because our bodies change, you know, having three children, um, it wasn't about weight. Um, my body, my physical body changed my hips wide and there wasn't anything bad about it. I just wasn't 12 anymore, you know? Yeah. yeah. We can't get down on ourselves and, and and health really is a journey and there's no shame in it. it. For me, self-control gets to be operated in my life and how much I eat Chick-fil-A because I freaking love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you know, I get to operate, you know, a check from the Holy Spirit. of No, maybe once a month, not once a day. You know, like I really want it. We're all on a journey. There is no perfect. The only thing or person that is perfect is Jesus. So ditch perfect uh, doesn't exist, but excellence, self-control is a fruit of the spirit. It's not God control. We get to be a part of that. We are not puppets. You know, We get to sign up and, and, and grow in self-control. So um, as a fruit of the Holy Spirit, but man, it's just This high calling of God that it's not about people's opinions, but it's the high calling of God uh, that we're called to what he's calling us into for the holistic health, spiritually, emotionally and physically that that's the goal. So
0: just a word, something that God's leaning you into these days, something that you would love to be able to share with our listeners.
1: You know, I think that the world's pretty wild right now. It's nothing new for God. Sodom and Gomorrah was pretty epic. So I don't think he's too scared. But again, it's it's magnified because, well, we're magnifying it on social media. So yeah. watch what you magnify is a good one that I would uh, say has been a uh, guard your heart. Uh, watch how much what you're feeding your soul. Watch what you're watching. Watch what you're listening to. It all affects you, whether you think it does or not. Follow the Holy Spirit's check in that. And most recently, even just this month specifically, I felt the Lord say the, that simple verse, don't grow weary in doing good. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of us, we've been doing ministry or different things for a long time. And even if you're not in ministry, I think everyone that's saved is in ministry in different yes. Uh, is everyone that is a Christian is a leader because you are leading people to Christ. So congratulations you're your leader. And so I think that that don't grow weary in doing good is so for me, just the word of the Lord personally, and for our church, for Bethel music, you know, we just had a Our prayer meeting before this uh, Zoom call and um, just crying out to the Lord for just revival and renewal and wisdom for his Holy Spirit to refresh us and refine us that we could carry it to the nations. So I think a request from the Lord of personal revival so that we can carry it to the rest of the world. That's what we're praying. Mm But just don't grow weary. Don't lose hope. Don't go off track. Stay on course uh, to the high calling of God. And just don't lose hope, you know, because I think that we just never know what's around the corner, what God has up his sleeve for us. May the God of hope fill us. And so that's my prayer is don't get weary and may the God of hope fill us every single day for what he's called us to do.
0: Amen. Jen Johnson, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Yes, Brent.
0: Brand new book, All Things Lovely. Hope that you'll pick it up. And Jen, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. You too, friend. We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different we walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.